Welcome to the Christian Men Unscripted Podcast, where Christian men get together to talk about real issues, real struggles, and real victories. We're here to have honest conversations about what it means to be a Christian man in today's world. We'll be talking about marriage, fatherhood, leadership, faith, and more. And we'll be doing it all in a way that is honest, open, and unscripted. Subscribe today and join us on this journey. Okay, Seth, we're on. You better introduce everybody. Introduce oh, okay. All right. All right, guys. I, I'm Seth Lazan, and I'm with John Harney and Alan Underwood. You got it right. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Great. All right. My daughter decided she wanted to sit with me. So, Elliot, can you say welcome to Christian Men Unscripted? Welcome to Christian Men Unscripted. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, thank you so thank much. You. <laughs> I think so, her articulation uh, was off, but that's fine. Keep going. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, she's a little nervous, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you want you want her to be in a podcast instead of me? Is that we just no, said? no, no, no. He was being mean. I she can mean. hear him, so keep going. I, I did it under my breath. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right. No, she's awesome. Is yeah. she excited well, for Christmas? Actually, yeah. Well, I she is excited for Christmas. She's excited to be back in Las Vegas area. She's excited. Um, she's got a whole idea for like a contest for Christmas that she wants to do. Um, so she's been telling me like, hey, when are we moving back, I want to do this contest. So, <laughs> Hey, okay. let me Why ask you this. Help? Do you have us on speakerphone so we really can't talk about a lot of stuff probably? Because she's with you. <laughs> Did he mute? <laughs> hold on, hey, hold on. Seth, we can't hear you for some reason. I lost you, man. Hold on, Seth. Okay. Yeah, however, you know, it's unscripted. Yeah, we lost you, but lost I was you. asking right. you if your daughter can hear us. Oh, uh, she can hear. She can hear, but I'm uh, going to dismiss her um, <laughs> right now so that uh, we can talk about our stuff. So can you go um, back and watch a movie? <laughs> <laughs> in the back of the van that we live in, close in, that curtain down by the river in Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't yeah. live in a van. The privacy curtain in the van. In Toyota Corolla. In a van. I know that. we have a question for Seth, but so I've been thinking, yeah. I think I told you I've been trying to get my wife to get on board with selling this house when my daughter graduates oh, to go to yeah. college uh-huh. and getting a nice van, like one of the fancy ones, like yeah. one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, that a is a king nice size bed and a mm-hmm. little shower and yeah. a little compost toilet, and mm-hmm. just see the country. Oh, I want to do that so bad. Like how, and like how always, Seth lives, but doesn't want to. Yeah, yeah. And, but he's in a Corolla. This is yeah. really nice luxury. Yeah. And um, she's always no. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Last week she didn't say no. She said, "I don't know." Mm. I think that is a yes. A hundred percent, dude. In right now, contact yeah. a real estate agent. I've been. Yeah, I'll contact probably your sister. my sister. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dorinda, we're gonna sell the house one year. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I love it. Okay, sorry, Seth. Uh, we were asking that because we wanted to ask a few questions from several weeks ago about Christmas gifts and yeah. things. So we didn't want your daughter to hear any secrets. But go ahead and go back to my introduction. We're still kind of in a serious time here just to go. Last week, we had a pretty significant topic that we're going to kind of try to close on a little bit here today. Yeah. Um, so my daughter is leaving right now. So you might hear uh, some extra, extra the Corolla stuff, door closed. But, yeah, the Corolla door closed. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> So uh, last week, we talked about uh, the horrible tragedy um, that happened at UNLV uh, with the multiple, um, you know, the active shooter situation. And um, we also talked about crisis and talked about how the how Jesus was born into a dark time. But actually, this is the reason like this is why Jesus came so that he could free us from the darkness, from uh, from you know this this pain that we all experience, he experienced pain, he experienced betrayal, he experienced m- murder, um, and his his best friend Lazarus, one of his best friends, died, and he weeped because he knew that that wasn't what 
was we were intended for was for death. And so this death is very near to Jesus and he understands all the pain that we experience. Um, and, and he's maybe even intimately with those who have experienced uh, the horrible tragedy um, and are going to be missing family members this year. Um, and uh, so he's, he's here with you now. He's here with us. And that's an amazing thing. And we talked about this discussion. We had, why do, why do bad things happen to good people? Um, one second. Elliot, I told you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, here's what's going on. Seth is talking about like, you know, obviously uh, huge theological important things of Jesus and why he came. And in the meantime, he's dealing with his daughter in and out of the Toyota Corolla in the woods where they live in their car. And Alan is over here. If you're hearing any rustling, he's opening this giant um, Christmas decorated Rice Krispie treat that looks delicious, by the way. Yes. But he's just like jamming this thing in his mouth, opening all this rustling with the plastic and stuff. This is like the most unprofessional. Uh, but but after but last week, I feel podcast. like we got to be light lighthearted. So I, agree. I agree. Let me tell you about this Rice Krispie treat real quick, guys. One of my students, eighth grader, he um he's going on a mission trip, so he decided to make Rice Krispie treats. Nice. Okay. And he sells them three bucks a piece, so I bought like two of each. They're mm-hmm. really good. You have a whole counter full of them, so you're sending them on the mission yourself, I guess. Yeah, they're really good. I don't know if he made them or his mom. He's in eighth grade, but he's one of my favorite students. He, no. um, he's in my Bible class. To the rest I of the students, have, recognize. You better recognize students. I can't have a Bible class where I ask questions. I always going to be like, somebody answer, but not Mason. But he also has a podcast. Oh, <laughs> and it's called the Curacent Chronicles. But sadly, he did his last episode last week. Ah. And I listened to it. It's all about Star Wars. Okay. It was really good. And he put out his last episode. And now he's got a new uh, podcast coming out called The Game Scene, where he's joined by his friends, Joey, Jay, and TJ, to give you latest video game news and reviews and your opinions. So, guys, listen to that podcast when it comes out. Oh, cool. (laughs) That's a shout out to Mason and his uh, Rice Krispie Treats. Ah, so well. maybe he'll listen now because I told him he's going to be on it. <laughs> yeah, this one episode he'll listen and he's like, you guys are so boring that this right. is terrible. Unless you talk about games and Star Wars, <laughs> yeah. leave me alone. That is pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> good, good, great kids. Favorite student. I love doing that because then you got to make sure the other kids, they better step it up if they want to get in the top three or four. You know what well, I mean? Well, another kid, I told you, young man, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, Mr. Underwood, your biceps are looking small. <laughs> I yeah. was like, hey, hey, be quiet, man. <laughs> He's like, you haven't been to the gym in a while. He was like, no, I'm coaching basketball. I haven't been to the gym in three weeks. Yeah, it shows. So I need to get some testosterone or something. <laughs> I'm with that kid, actually. I, I was going to say something. I was like, oh, your shirt got my bigger. Belly's big. Your shirt got bigger, except for around the waist. It got smaller. What's happening? All right, guys. <laughs> All right, back on topic. Bad things happen to good people. Going to the gym right after this. Christmas is in a couple of days. <laughs> and uh, making me fat. is your daughter okay, Seth? I know you, she was getting out of yeah, the car. Okay. Did she yeah, make it back yeah, into the house or wherever she went? Yeah, she made it back into uh, the back of our trailer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she made it back in the house. Uh, um, so, but yeah. Uh, no so, offense, I mean, anybody she's, living she's in trailer. Awesome. Uh, no, 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 no offense. Um, I'll be I, living in one in about a year. I hope so. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I, you know, my daughter is amazing, and and one of the things we talked about last week is just taking more time to be with your family, and so after this. You know, she wants to show me something. And so I'm going to be probably drawing with her um, and just kind of enjoying the fact that um, we get to be with our families. We talked about is that I don't want my time to be full of frivolous things. I don't, I don't want to 
get to the end, like, you know, when we experience tragedy, like we're all surprised, we're all taken aback. Even, even when, you know, like our, our grandparents or people who are you know, advanced in age and they pass away, you know, we all kind of regret, like, man, I wish I would have done more with that person. And uh, so we talked about how for us, um, we, you know, this, sometimes tragedy can actually bring us a different perspective and kind of talk, kind of uh, remind us of what's really important. And uh, as we talked about, you know, bad things happening to good people, you know, we, we have that question all the time, but I heard recently that um, actually there's only one person that bad things happen to that was actually good, a good right. person. And that was Jesus. And he took our sin. He took all of our evil um, and he, and he took it, on himself and he was punished for it now i read i think it was a uh, chuck colson's book he mentioned how you know he was in jail for something someone else did he really believed in what uh richard nixon was doing and, and he was kind of blinded to some of the things that were happening but he still went to jail for these things um and he said you know uh, some of the punishment that we experience actually most of the punishment we ex- experience is not undeserved punishment we deserve worse than what we're getting oftentimes and uh, that's a an interesting thought to take into this season um, because we deserve, we don't deserve Jesus. Hmm. He came here and he freely gave up himself, not because we deserved it, but because he, he desired us. He desired a relationship with us. And that's the gift that we get to um, celebrate on Christmas. Um, and it doesn't take away pain. It doesn't take away that some people are going to experience some awful emotions this year because the person they thought were gonna was gonna be there is no longer there mm-hmm. um because of senseless tragedy. But but because of Jesus, um we get to have a different kind of hope, a different kind of desire, a different kind of love this season than other people experience. So what do you guys I want to throw it to you guys. I actually love everything you're pointing out because you're exactly right. Kind of going back to last week and the fact that a few weeks ago we had this massive tragedy and then there are families who are right now a few days from Christmas and I don't know what their normal traditions were, but they're not going to have that typical cozy, comfortable Christmas. In fact, it's just a dark and tragic time for them, but bad things do happen to good people. And Jesus came for a reason. You're exactly right. He was the only good one who experienced the worst by bearing the penalty for our sins of everything that all of us have and deserve. And so um, to kind of, I guess, kind of give it that, I don't, I hate to use that term, kind of the 30,000 foot overview of that bad things do happen to good people, but to kind of look at it in a sense of God has a reason. He has a plan and a purpose for it. People love to quote Romans 8, 28 and 29, that all things work for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. Uh, they don't recognize unless you're genuinely walking with Jesus, you may not feel that it's good. And by the way, even if you are genuinely walking with Jesus, you may not see or feel it at the time. Um, but thank God for God's word that we can look at stories like the story of Joseph, for instance, who had a, a lot of terrible tragedies happening in his life. But it's put in the word of God for us to look and see that, oh, all these crazy things sold into slavery, falsely accused. Like you mentioned, he went to jail for crimes he didn't commit kind of stuff. And yet later was used mightily to save his own people, his own family. So that's an example we get to see that dark and tragic things were ultimately used for God's good purposes because we do love and serve a good God. And so bad things do happen to good people, but God always has a purpose and God is a good God. 
so good, in fact, that he was willing to send his only begotten son on that first Christmas. And uh, that's what we're celebrating is the fact that our God is so good and he loves us so much. And so um, I'm kind of just summarizing everything you just said, because I really do like that. I hope I'm sort of summarizing and making sense on that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think last week I was a little emotional about the whole thing. And I, I brought up, I brought up the conversation that like, how would I feel if that was, that was my son that yeah. died and how would I feel about God? And, you know, after, time to reflect i'm like i i kind of feel what i would do i feel how i would be but it's a it's a it's a thought that still weighs on me it's interesting you saying that i'm gonna pull it up real fast i actually had a quote it's not mine i i someone oh my gosh exactly oh my goodness i wish i could find it super fast i can i'm it's, fast on this one yeah it's good for podcasters to be looking stuff up no yeah 100 yeah. percent. so <laughs> when you talk about that it's literally it talks about it fast if though. god is sovereign then we're only left with one alternative and that is to trust him. And so you might question like, how would I respond or would I hate God? Would I be angry? And Seth pointed that out last week, very eloquently yeah, that and, was and very actually, well. That, that that actually was great and helped me. So the podcast was entertaining, but it's also helpful. Very for therapeutic. hundred percent. And so Sorry. to your point though, yeah, if God is sovereign and he is, and you genuinely believe it, you may have your doubts, you may be angry, but you have actually no alternative, but to trust him. I love that quote. Yeah, that's, uh, and that's, you know, that's that whole living in fear thing. Like if we have Jesus, we don't need anything else. So why live in fear? And it's easy, easy to say, it's easy to say, yeah, we got to live our lives on live in fear, but it's easy to say and easy to have that faith. But we still in the back of our minds have that little bit of anxiety, little bit of fear, just like I do. Like, I mean, for crying out loud, I carry a firearm to yeah. church yeah, because people want to shoot up churches. People want to shoot up movie theaters. It's like, you don't live in fear, but you're also cautious. Well, there's a, you Does know what, may, I mean, I might be getting off topic, but I'm like, I do believe 100% Jesus Christ. I do believe in that, but I still have that little bit of, I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect my family. You're not off. Here's, here's what I can share on that is that a person of faith can recognize, Hey, God's got this. I'm going to live or die, whether I want to, whatever. I have nothing to do with it. God is the one who calls those home. However, mm -hmm. to kind of add to it, he also orchestrated things in your life to get you into positions of training in both military law enforcement that you could be used mm -hmm. in a situation which you were multiple times, who knows, right? As a cop right. for decades. So he does use people, even unbelievers are used. And so to have a firearm, to be trained, the guys that stopped the shooter a few weeks ago at UNLV mm -hmm. right. are trained cops who are willing to neutralize the situation to put it nicely, I suppose. Yes. People are still used. Carrying a firearm is not a lack of faith. In fact, if you say, hey, God, I'm going to faithfully just put myself into your hands, I pray I would react and respond exactly as my training and exactly as I would be used. But uh, whatever your will, your plan, your purpose yeah. is where it's at. And so not carrying a firearm or carrying a firearm, I get it. Mm -hmm. God's in, God's sovereign. Yeah. But the fact that you're trained to use one means you should carry one because mm -hmm. you can be used to affect God's plan and purpose and in others' lives. However, yeah. you see, I mean, you know what I mean? Without yeah. getting all into that topic. Right? No, yeah, that's good. I, yeah. So okay. it's funny. I want to go back to too what Seth kind of, here's a question. Everyone always asks this tragedy. Why doesn't God do anything about this? Well, the answer is he has, and he did. And here we are coming up in a few days on Christmas. He sent his only begotten son to, to live and die for us and to be risen for us. So people always say, why doesn't God, he did. Right. That's, that's you know what I mean? That's like, that's funny how you said that. And I know that, but the one you just said that, that was like eye opening. I was weird. I don't know. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I know that. But when you said it like that, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. the only thing you need to know. He did. 
but people don't yeah. understand that. You no. can have those conversations. Go ahead, Seth. All right. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a great point. And I think as much as we kind of point out that we're not a teaching podcast, we do, we do hope that, that as we sharpen each other, that other people are sharpened as well. And, and even maybe learn a few things from, from our honest conversations. And so while we're not necessarily aiming to teach people, you know, this is how life kind of can be lived out is through honest conversation with other men, other people of your same, um, you know, you know, generally your same gender um, to really sharpen each other. And I, and I love this because each, each time we, we talk guys, I'm sharpened. I'm, I'm uh, I learn from you guys because you guys have different perspectives. You guys have different experiences. And so, um, you know, for me, I, I don't carry a gun, uh, but you know, I think I'm going to borrow one of Alan's. I'm just kidding. But, uh, but uh, Selena. Yeah, I like, I like, I don't, I don't, I've never carried a gun. I've, I've, I think I fired a gun one time, like at a, at a summer camp. But, um, so for me, like, it's, it's when I think about that, like, I do want to protect my family, but I also want to make sure that what I'm doing is, is not for my selfish, like, like I, I really want to make sure my family is, is safe, but I want to make sure everybody around me experiences uh, the love of Jesus through my conversations. Yeah. And I think, want to make sure everyone is kind of is loved uh, by by me and by people around, especially during this season. You know, there's like we've talked about. There's so many people that are experiencing incredible mental health struggles. There's so many people experiencing incredible loss, um, and there's so many people who are experiencing the incredible joy of new life, new babies, new marriages, new hopes and dreams that have just become. Uh, he, just, just kind of been maybe a blessing from the Lord, but it doesn't take away from the goodness of who God is. Whether you're experiencing blessings, like what I hate often is people on social media, like, "Oh man, I got this awesome job. God, you know, isn't God so good?" And it's like that doesn't mean that He's good, uh, and that someone who is experiencing good things now, like, he, like God's mad with them. That just shows that, like, you know, the same thing, like we talked about last week, is people. Um, were massacred and God said, it's not because they're worse sinners or we're better, um, but we need to be right with, with our creator, with God. We need to repent or we're going to perish as well. Um, and there was before Jesus, you know, there was kind of this vague hope that a savior would come and, and they kept, they kept reading these scriptures in um, their synagogue to kind of remind people of the hope that there will be a savior. And then, when there was a savior that was not what they wanted or not what they expected, um, you know, they, they kind of, they got rid of him. Um, and yeah. so um, I, I'm kind of rambling a bit here, but I just want to just, I think the main thing I want to say is that in this season, regardless of what is happening in your life, um, God is still good. Um, God is always good. And he's always there with us in the good, in the bad. And he allows us these experiences to be able to even strengthen our faith. As here's first Peter says that our faith is being refined through fire by suffering. And at the end of it, we'll be able to have perseverance, joy, love, peace, um, and even kind of uh, perfection in, in a sense that we get to, we have this perfect hope that Jesus will restore all things. And that starts Christmas day. I absolutely love, man. I love everything you're saying because 
that purification process through life. And it's hard to hear if, if you're the one who lost family or a family member or a loved one to something tragic, whether it was the shooting a few weeks ago or in a car accident or to suicide, right? We all have those experiences. I have my own family members who, who lost a child to suicide and stuff who, who I love dearly. It's hard to hear those things and it's hard to go to that place of God is good in all things and has a purpose for all things. But it's the truth. And the more you can share the truth and the more you spend time in the truth, the more your own sense of God's peace um, is fortified, if you will. The more you sense that presence and that peace, like this Christmas time. And I, you know, I love Silent Night, the song, and that because it's an opportunity to be in God's presence. And that's actually what we're called to celebrate during Christmas. And I love that thought. Um, I sort of, I think I mentioned it to you guys, but I had shared a few weeks ago, I was at North Phoenix Baptist Church and Dr. Noe Garcia was teaching on Hebrews 10 and sharing how Jesus, the veil being torn, the opportunity to just have this open and honest relationship with the creator of the entire world was achieved through this Messiah, like you talked about, that these uh, synagogues and these rabbis taught about, and now it was achieved, right? But you have to actually accept it by faith. But then what's so cool that this pastor was teaching about at North Phoenix, he kind of shared, he actually showed like visibly what the being able to go to the Ark of the Covenant and the Holy of the Holies and how this, what it represents. He did such a great job at sharing with these kids. Hey, once you know this, you're called to not live in sin, which we're all going to mess up, of course, but you're called to constantly change your mind and your thinking to want to not only be about God's business, not only be in God's presence, here we are coming up on Christmas, in the presence of Jesus, the appreciation of who he is and what he did in his word, but we're called to be around other believers that we can then affect the unbelievers outside of that circle, if you will, not just to be in a safe and a comfortable place, but for our own growth. And he was sharing that, like, we're called to gather together more as the day approaches is what uh, Hebrews 10, 24 talks about. And so right now we have people who will only go, that was interesting, is that the... It was like the reading version of the Bible. I liked it. I was going to have it play for you. Oh, I love it. Um, you know, Christmas time, a lot of families will just go to Chris, to church on Christmas, right? It, you know, yeah, what do you call it? There's a term oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Creasters? Creaster? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Is that what it is, Seth? I think you said it. Yeah, Creaster. Mm-hmm. A Creaster. They go to Christmas and Easter, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, that's okay. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's kind of not okay for your spiritual health, right? But but I'm glad if you at least do that is what I guess what I should say. Because this guy, this pastor Garcia up at uh, North Phoenix, what he was sharing was like, you guys, he was sharing to a huge group of college students. And he was like, you guys, you don't understand. Like the more you're about God's business, the more you're with believers, the more you can, if there's a church service that you can get to and they're teaching truth, teaching the Bible, get there. You know why? Because it helps you, who you are. We have this mental health crisis in this country we talked about that comes from a spiritual health crisis. It's why we have mass shootings. The more you can be around people, the more you can get that therapeutic teaching from the Word of God, and you can get the therapy of being around each other. Part of the ministry of this podcast for us, for the three of us anyway, is that we have that therapy of each other. And that's literally, as a Christian, the very best thing you can possibly do for your own spiritual health. Because then you can actually see God does have a plan and a purpose and we can have his peace through all of these things that are happening. We can enjoy Christmas and be and lighten up about lights and trees and gifts. I get a little bit hard on that stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just this past week, I was thinking, I need to be more, I can lighten up. This is fun. Right. Have fun with the snowman right. and all this stuff. I get it. It's goofy mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the Santa stuff and all this. But we're allowed to have fun, man, and yeah. appreciate these things. And yeah. so anyway, I just really appreciate that. And I, I want to stop yeah. talking except for I want to share that when I was there, I will, we got emotional. Alan got emotional earlier. 
uh, when I was in church, I had my wife and my kids and a couple of their friends and stuff. And I found myself crying, but not letting my family see it yeah. while I was in church. Yeah. And we were singing oh, praises. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got something in my eye. I don't know what happened <laughs> over there. And you know what it was, man? Because like you said before, even when you said, what if I lost my child? At least if he's a believer, I can be in, I'll see him again in heaven. I, would I really be able to respond that way? To me, when I'm in church and I'm in this place of like praising God and stuff, that is the best place with my kids there. I started crying because I thought this is what heaven can be like. This mm. is it right here where I'm praising the Lord. I love it. Mm. I'm at peace and my own family is safe next to me right now in a place I want them to be in receiving. What a wonderful place to be. And we're called to do that as Christians. I encourage you to get into a church, a yeah. good one, you know? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Got anything to say? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I think that's really important is that even though, like, it's important that people, Christers, they go to church on Christmas and Easter. That's, that was a really great thing. Uh, but if you are a Christer, you know, I would encourage you to continue to go to church. Um, because as you were saying, is that we, this, that's where we get to experience the reality of, of the, the kingdom, that we get to experience people from all different tribes and tongues worshiping together in a way that we probably wouldn't if we were on a subway or we were on, you know, we were just in a restaurant. Like it's, it's not necessarily the same, but when we gather together with that mind of worshiping our God and our King and our savior, like that is, that's a glimpse of the peace and the tranquility that we can have. And it, and, and for us, you know, there are people that are next to me who are struggling with so many different things and maybe they are struggling financially or whatever it could be, but they are there worshiping God in the midst of these things. And I can be someone who maybe, I, maybe if I'm more aware or more available to Jesus, I can look around and God can nudge my heart because I'm worshiping. I'm, I'm with people constantly. I can start to minister to people who maybe don't know that, that God has maybe revealed to me something that might be going on in their lives. And I can share his love with them because that is how we, um, how we can be cared for in this body of believers. Because if you're not connected, it's hard for someone to care for you. If you are connected, it's easier for that person to see you and to know, hey, man, I want to care for this person or they got to lay, lay you on their hearts. And I was just thinking about when you were talking about, um, John, about Christmas and having, you know, like the joy, the silliness. Think about as Christians, man, we really need to have more joy because of what Jesus has done on the cross, that we don't have to experience this, uh, this, uh, the fear of, of punishment. We don't have to experience this fear that nothing will be done about the evil that has, is on this earth. We get to have joy that God will take care of evil and he is taking care of the evil in my heart. Um, and I think that that's something that, man, for me, I kind of kind of can get bogged down with, man, I can't believe commercialism is is taking over Christmas. Like, oh, Frosty the Snowman, what a, here we go. So I get bogged down on these different things, but I can think about the fun, the fun uh, gifting, the fun kind of experiences that people have, and and have more. Um, joy and and obviously I want to make sure that I, that God is being glorified in my family, but I also want to make sure that I'm not taking joy from my family as well. That I'm not <laughs> like, hey, God, like we're gonna read 17 chapters of Luke right now. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, like, but to, to yeah. understand that that is the reality, but we also can have joy and experience the fun 
of Christmas, of giving gifts, because we've right. been given the greatest gift of all. Right. And you're getting a dog for the kids, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I listened to the episode. No, Are no, you at least going to get a bone? Are you at least going to put a bone in there and be like, you guys, I'm just throwing you a bone. You know, maybe yeah, in exactly. the few, maybe next Christmas. I just kind of want to put it out there. We'll have the discussion. <laughs> I'm open to the discussion. Well, when you guys get here, yeah. come visit yeah, my dog and maybe take him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that sounds good. That sounds good, man. Yeah. All right. Anybody, you got anything else you want to add? I mean, no, listen, Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas. I mean, it's yeah, here we Christmas. are. It's in a few days and um, it's been crazy. And there are, there are people suffering. And, and I continue to pray for, yeah. for people who don't recognize what really Christmas is for, but we can have fun, man. And yeah. Uh, Pray for those people that probably won't have a fun year this year, and, and that sucks. You know, yeah. Christmas should be every day, though. Yeah. You know, as a believer, and you should be saying, you know, like how Seth makes his family read the entire book of Luke, um, starting on Christmas, Advent, Sunday, and all that, and they probably he probably forces them, and yells at them, and he's like, "You're a liar to his little daughter and all that." That's on fire. But when it comes, <laughs> we could be doing Christmas every single day, and then when it comes to this season, mm -hmm. we can really throw in extra, do right. the lights, do the tree, yeah. make fun mm -hmm. of. Frosty the Snowman and Santa Believers, and have fun with it. Though I'm going to build a snowman with a Slurpee yeah. in his hand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a turkey in the other hand. <laughs> For no, no. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Seth, you got anything else? Uh, it just it just reminds me of a skit from the Skit Guys, where <laughs> they're like, one one guy's like, "Hey, you know, man, I I wish Christmas was all year round. Like, I wonder what ever happened to Baby Jesus." Oh and my the guy's God. like. Uh, he grew up. He's like, that's the same guy. Uh, <laughs> I guess we should celebrate Christmas all the time. It's like, yeah, that's the idea. Oh, dude, isn't that so funny? Yeah, terrible, oh, funny. Man. Also, kind of what Talladega Nights when they're like, which one's your favorite? Jesus? My favorite, Baby Jesus. It's like they get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's probably pretty blasphemous and terrible, actually. But humor is good. Yeah, I, I, like, um, I like laughing. Real quick, I saw <laughs> another skit. Well, it was a skit. It was a video by a kid mom kids are screaming downstairs like bloody murder like ah and you, you kind of hear one of the kids come upstairs she's coming down with the phone and she's like what's going on and the kids are screaming and the one little girl's like he touched it he touched it i'm like and then she goes downstairs and two kids are screaming and the little two-year-old is carrying the elf on the shelf oh and she's like i thought somebody got hurt and they're all just like i can't believe it and like it was i couldn't stop laughing so into the hey yeah. Spoiler alert, I doubt we have any kids listening, but if you're a parent or a child listening to this right you now, you can't spoil alert stop. after we well, talk just, about what we I'm share about the elf. Oh. Have you, dude, have you seen the news? I just got a picture of it this morning, but I could do so much better. I th Look, we just, I know we have tragedy stuff. I've worked a lot of murder, seen a lot of dead bodies and stuff. So there was one, it's like the elf on a shelf where Santa ate him. Have you seen, have <laughs> no. you guys seen that one, dude? No. It's like a picture. They, no. put, they took the little hat and stuff and they took chicken bones and put ketchup all over it and <laughs> left a note. And it's like this, the elf was delicious. I had the cookies for, for dessert. Thank you so much or whatever. And I was like, so funny, dude. So terrible, but so funny. But then my critical eye immediately, I was like, oh man, they could have done so much better. Use a chicken carcass a little bit, you know, yeah, blah, blah, you know, because they just did like, you know, wing bones or whatever. Anyway, whatever. It's still good. <laughs> it was good, dude. It was pretty awesome. Well, yeah. I, I can our, our new tradition is soup on the stoop. Yeah. Oh, you need to share a picture of that because I don't even. <laughs> Somebody said there's a Star Wars one, Chewy on the buoy. Oh my god. <laughs> well, oh my work. god. Okay. All right. All right. We're to gonna wrap it. it up. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas. I don't know when our next podcast will be. Maybe after the New Year, because we are gonna be very busy with family over, and as yeah. everyone else will, we'll try and get one out. But if we don't. See you after the new year. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I hope we get at least one more before the new year. But yeah, whatever. We'll we can get make it, it happen. Out. But if we don't, 
It'll be Forget short. Okay. Merry Christmas, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Merry Christmas.